Monday, October 30, debt or grace? The issue Paul is dealing with here is much more than just theology. It gets to the heart and soul of salvation and of our relationship to God. If one believes that he or she must earn acceptance, that he or she must reach a certain standard of holiness before being justified and forgiven, then how natural to turn inward and to look to oneself and one's deeds. Religion can become exceedingly self-centered about the last thing anyone needs. In contrast, if one grasps the great news that justification is a gift from God, totally unmerited and undeserved, how much easier and more natural is it for that person to turn his or her focus on God's love and mercy instead of on self? And in the end, who is more likely to reflect the love and character of God, the one self-absorbed or the one God-absorbed? Consider now Romans 4, verses 6 through 8. How does Paul expand here on the theme of justification by faith? Here's the text. David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Ellen White has written, the sinner must come in faith to Christ, take hold of his merits, lay his sins upon the sin-bearer, and receive his pardon. It was for this cause that Christ came into the world. Thus the righteousness of Christ is imputed to the repenting, believing sinner. He becomes a member of the royal family. From Selected Messages, Book 1, page 215. Paul then continues, explaining that salvation by faith is not only for the Jews, but for the Gentiles as well. In fact, if you want to get technical about it, Abraham wasn't Jewish. He came from a pagan ancestry, according to Joshua 24, verse 2. The Gentile-Jewish distinction did not exist in his time. When Abraham was justified, we read this in Genesis 15, verse 6, he was not even circumcised yet. Thus, Abraham became the father of both the uncircumcised and the circumcised, as well as a great example for Paul to use in order to make his point about the universality of salvation. Christ's death was for everyone, regardless of race or nationality. Considering the universality of the cross... Considering what the cross tells us about the worth of every human being, why is racial or ethnic or national prejudice such a horrible thing? How can we learn to recognize the existence of prejudice in ourselves and through God's grace purge it from our minds?